Everything Film is supported by Vancouver Acting School, where you can turn your passion into a career. Enroll now for post-secondary diploma programs in film, TV, and voiceover with fully accredited diploma and part-time programs taught right on site. If you want to learn the biz, check out VancouverActingSchool.com. Broadcasting from Studio 4 at Go Studios in the Olympic Village area. Joe Leary and Patrick Shelton, Everything Film, sponsored by Agency Click. Patrick has joined us now. Yes, you, you yes, stuck I'm in a finally little here. Holiday uh, traffic jam, hell, huh? Oh yeah, like I was just saying off air that it's just been like crazy. It's busy, and but you know what? The good thing about that is it's sign. It's kind of like the end of COVID. Like it's over, really. <laughs> and I was really worried that it wasn't gonna ever come back to normal. <laughs> but everybody kind of just brought it back, and they're just et- itching to get out. So I mean, that. I think it, it come back like twofold. Well, I got out of buying extra presents for the last two years. Now I'm looking at making yeah, right. Up, so. Our guest is David Lewis. David Lewis is an actor with a vast amount of work on the resume. Um, and I was fascinated, David, by the fact that if your bio holds true, that it was seeing Jaws at a drive-in movie that not only scared the hell out of you, but also inspired you to want to maybe be that person on screen. Yeah, correct. Uh, so I'm a Vancouver kid, and my parents— Was it the Hillcrest drive-in? Do you remember which drive-in? I don't remember. <laughs> no, this okay. was like, you know, I was just—I was four, so it was like 30 years ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. happen, and there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, my parents took me to the drive-in. My parents love movies, and we went to the drive-in, and I didn't know what I was going to see, and they were just like, you probably couldn't get a babysitter. My parents— uh, my parents socialized a lot. My dad was a head bartender at the Waldorf for like wow. 20 years mm-hmm. in the 60s and 70s. And so we went to the went to see the movie and I was just like terrified and like I think I was probably like uh, 7 or something. And uh and I remember going to school the next day and like telling everybody and the teacher's like you didn't go to see jaws. I'm like I did. She's like no you didn't. And I was like oh okay. She just couldn't believe that my parents would have taken me to this. But yeah, I was totally inspired by it. I thought it was fantastic and scary and everything and that was sort of my first memory of wanting to get into acting and we watched a lot of tv at home we grew up on tv well if i remember drive-ins they used to because we all went as kids and i remember didn't they always have like two shows and he had to stay up late for the second one. Like that was like, yeah. And it made it might have started like a ten or yeah. something. And they had the big speaker box that they the, put. Yeah, in. yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, yeah, that's bring back memories. Beautiful right? stereo. So you get to sleep in the back. Yeah. So was it the was it ju- was it the role of of Roy Scheider in in Jaws? Was it the fact it was a film about a shark? Was it just that the movement of people on the big screen that just mesmerized? You? I think it was just everything. I think it was just everything and. You know, maybe it's a little nostalgia or ro- romanticism of being like in the car with my parents and it seemed like they were getting along. This is crazy. They're getting along. I should enjoy this as much <laughs> as I can. Uh, you know, we're all in there and like I'm in the front seat with my parents. It's like it's the bench seat and we're watching the movie and it's, you know, and my parents are liking it. I'm I just all everything about it just is a great memory for me. And, One of the uh, best lines in the movie of Jaws, you know what it is? Got to build a bigger boat. <laughs> I think we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> need a bigger boat. Yeah. That's such a good movie. It's such, a, such good a good quote. Movie. Such a good quote. Yeah, though. it is. It's uh, it's so, like, if that movie's, if I'm flicking channels, that movie's on, I'll just watch it for four minutes, even if I have to go out. I'm like, it's like The Godfather. You can just put it on. I know. There's always a great scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, the best scene ever is Richard Dreyfuss coming back to life at the end. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was down in the cage Dude, forever. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think <laughs> we've seen it. I think everybody in the world's seen it. Right. It's it's funny because um, if you've done the Universal Studios Hollywood tour, I just it, did it okay. ten days ago, and you and you see the shark, and it's like really? Yeah. That that, that was it. Yeah. That's what scared the hell out of us. Yeah. But it was so well done. I mean, and again, even for its time. But Spielberg certainly proved that he can put a movie together pretty well. Well, and so, uh, you know, this is, I'm not breaking new ground with this, but a couple of things is it's sort of based on a movie he did called Duel with uh, the, the car, with, the, yeah. the, the truck right. driver. Yeah, yeah. with uh, McLeod. Great. Uh, Dennis McLeod. And, yeah. and there's very little dialogue. If, is there any dialogue in it? Yeah, there is. Very, it's very little. It's, very it's, little, it's yeah. between him and the truck and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And, and the other thing is, uh, I, I worked on this movie called Lake Placid about a giant alligator in a mm-hmm. lake and all that sort of stuff. And so I was a scuba diver at the beginning and I get killed. So we shot it and they realized they needed more footage. So they ended up flying me down to Universal and I ended up uh, working in one of the uh, big ponds, lakes down there that they shot parts of Jaws in. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Now, when you say in Lake Placid you got killed, how did you die? Well, not from herpes. Uh, yeah, I got uh, bitten in half. Mm-hmm. I was a scuba diver. Yeah, and as, it was, as tends to happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it seemed a little fanciful because I've really been working on my abs, but yeah. still the, the alligator was able to get nothing back there, guys. Really? <laughs> nothing, huh? No, it's okay. It's a tough, it's a tough room. <laughs> tough we, we, we've learned yeah. that. Thank you for the vodka, by the way. Yeah, That's you're very, very welcome. Cheers Absolutely. to that. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. It's, really it's, we're in the holiday spirit here. Mm, my goodness. Yeah. So you uh, you decide to embark. You do the commercial route. Do um, you remember what the first uh, first acting gig you signed was? Uh, the very first acting job I ever did was on a show called Neon Rider. Remember, Winston Record. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And uh, there's a local actor in town uh, named Vincent Gale who's been doing it for a long time. And he was kind of established. I was like in my early, early 20s. And he'd already been doing some stuff. And the casting agent, Sid Kozak, brought me in for like just a, a, a pre-screen. Not even to like, he didn't, there was no sort of idea of me getting the role. But I did a pre-screen. I did a pretty good job. And the main reason I got hired was because uh, I looked like Vince Gale and I was supposed to play his brother. Oh, that's so, that, so I ended up getting like eight days on it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, acting is easy. It's not. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was my very it's first kinda good. It's kind of we always get these people that's back to those early days in Vancouver. So it's, it's nice to hear you talk about that kind of stuff. Because we even talked about Sid Kozak the other time. Like, it was Sid Kozak and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, Remember those sure. Absolutely. It was like, it, it didn't go through him. Oh, yeah. He had them all. Like, yeah. So, but, but, you know, back in the day of <laughs> Neon Rider, I mean, you know, we were always kind of impressed because it looked like Vancouver was starting to spring up a film and television community. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was like... You know, Neon Rider and Danger Bay and a few things like that. Did you think or did the industry people expect that that would naturally morph into becoming the industry that it is now? I don't think anybody thought it was going to become a billion and a half dollars a year industry. I mean, I think that, you know, I think with uh, X-Files really started to put us on the map. And then, you know, that was such a fantastic show and it it had a huge cult following. And then it was like, you know, it was on Friday at like nine o'clock and it had a big, big following. And. You know, it just started to build and build and build. And, and I mean, we are a service industry here. You know, if you want to be a big star, you go to L.A. But if you want to work a lot, you, you, you stay in Vancouver. But as far as crews, I mean, we've got our crews are fantastic. You know, well, there a few feature films came pretty early, though, Joe, like um, uh, the one that I know it was um, We're No Angels. Then mm-hmm. that was followed up. De Niro with, and Sean Penn. And then yeah. followed yeah. up with Bird on a Wire, yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah. And that was a long yeah. time ago. Sure. So, it, I mean, it's not new. And those are those are big money. 
got to be the Canadian dollar at the time, if I'm yeah. thinking. It yeah, must have been huge, too. It advanced. It must have been yeah. huge. But no also question, the location, yeah. so you, if you want the yeah. mountains and all that sort of stuff, well, you've got to come north, right? What I think is funny is I remember years ago, there was a sh- movie called McCabe and Mrs. Miller, That's which right. was one of the earliest to be done in Vancouver. Warren Beatty? Warren Beatty, yeah. yeah. And I want to say Julie Christie was yeah. the female lead. And this was front page headline news because they were doing scenes at the Hotel Vancouver, and this town was in awe. Literally, top story on- It would have been the 70s, right? It was the 70s. Yeah. And the it 70s. Was top story and cover story. Yes. Now you drive by and it's another GD film set that's interrupting you as you're trying to find parking and <laughs> Come stuff like on! Yeah, now we're just going, oh man, really? Yeah. I know. We, I'll we get, view I'll it as it. an inconvenience. You know what? I, I, we've probably talked about this as well. Do you remember the film The Changeling? I know George, the name. George C. Scott. George, George C. Scott. Scott. I, I didn't that see was it, done here. I am winning. And so that hard movie. Right now. That movie. Have another shot of vodka is, there, David. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But that movie, right? That was all Vancouver, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was very uh, well. Yeah, I mean, whatever, Tor- how do you? What do you Toronto say? Toronto right? was obviously the epicenter yeah. for for Canada, and you know, I think a big part of it was the fact that you could get from LA to Vancouver as opposed to LA to Toronto, which was like I don't know seven hours. You can get up there in yeah. three hours. Yeah. So. Well, why don't we... And then Stephen Jay uh, Cannell, yeah. Cannell building the studios, that yeah. really moved things forward. Um, and it's the Canadian dollar and all that sort of stuff. And then the more you do it here, the better people get. So, you know, 25 years ago, actors were, you know, good but not great. Now, great actors come out of Vancouver all the time. And same with crews and all that sort of stuff. Well, you, you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, the, the move down south because that still is, I would say, probably still the epicenter of the uh, of sure. Hollywood industry. Yeah. But uh, was there a temptation on your part? I mean, other than sort of flying down there or jetting down there for a role here and there, was there ever the inclination on your part or were you determined to be Vancouver-based? Oh, I was going to go down and then I had a kid. What a (laughs) buzzkill. Luckily, I love him unconditionally. But yeah, right around that time, um, we got pregnant uh, and that sort of shifted everything. And I was like, oh, because I was literally getting ready to go down. But she said, if you do, it's standing up. Anyways, long story. I don't want to get into that. Uh, But so have the child. And then I'm like, I'm still going to go down. And then like, I just, I started falling in love with this kid. And I just didn't, it never seemed like a time to leave. Yeah. Now my kid's like 19 and he goes to the store and gets me IPAs, which is the best <laughs> thing about getting a kid. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, I'm not with the mom anymore, but my my uh, current wife, number seven, um, <laughs> she loves LA. So we just came back from there and just got my green card. So, you know, that's the idea is because as we all know, Hollywood is looking for middle-aged white guys. Of right course, now. Yeah. Well, that you know, is well, sweet you know spot. going back, yeah. going back to what you said though. Like, um, do you remember when it was uh, LA was talking about runaway productions? They were like mad at Vancouver, sure. and we're going to get those guys. Oh, yeah. I think they gave up now. I yeah, yeah I, no, I'm just, I just was noticing that the other day that they're not really going. Oh, well, uh, I, I guess movies is everywhere. I mean, you could be in Montana. Who cares, right? I like, we don't own I it. I think it yeah. was inevitable that. More film communities would spring up. It's like has to, wine right? regions. It used to be Napa was the wine region. Right. Every yeah. every state, every province has wine regions right. now. Yeah, I think that's natural. Uh, growth I mean, pattern. if it comes down to money, that's it's always commerce, sure. right? So yeah. if like, oh, if you're making money, how can we make money doing that here? But you're right. I was really worried about that. The whole because I yeah, thought, I remember that time. Yeah, I yeah. thought that they were going to like. I thought some of the states were going to get like bigger tax breaks and they would take our industry away, and it never quite happened. I think part of it was. The dollar and part of it, because I think Schwarzenegger was talking about that when he was the governor of uh, of California. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 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 And I really thought that was going to shift, but I think they just went. Eh, they still were making thirty five cents on mm-hmm. the dollar, and the actors are good, and the crews are good. We don't have to bring all of our people up 
to yeah, Vancouver, yeah. and so I think that was. A and there's just I think the productions have changed too because a lot of people like, and I'm just learning this myself, Joe. Like it's very interesting. Like people will put all their money in it and do it themselves. You know what I'm saying? So you can't tell somebody. And these are big stars. They put in all their money, then they sell it to Netflix. Netflix actually watches the show, right. goes, and then they decide if they want to buy it. it so, like that's reverse from when they used to have in the fifties. They'd have Hollywood actresses on contract and stuff. So there really isn't any contract. There's no. They can't hold anything if mm-hmm. there's nothing to hold. Right. I mean, the industry has changed so much since I first started. The fact yeah. that you can do an entire film on this. There's no reason yeah. for young actors not to make stuff. It's it's all right here. Yeah. Whereas, you know, 25 years ago, you're like trying to get a camera off somebody that maybe for the weekend, you can have it for 12 hours on the weekend. Right. We got to shoot this quick and then yeah. film and mm-hmm. developing and all that stuff. So it's... It's a golden time. Now, we broadcast the show. We record the show from Go Studios. Wait, we're recording this? We are recording oh, this. This is, this is going to be seen and heard. Great. And, of course, we're affiliated with Vancouver Acting School, and you play a role in the building. Uh, what, what do you teach? Uh, I, teach, uh, I teach the uh, audition class here. So I teach in uh, FTV. I also teach on the weekend with uh, the younger kids, and I have a, a, an adult a nighttime uh, audition class as well. And it's basically just getting people in front of the camera that aren't used to being in front of the camera and teaching them the ABCs of acting, objective, obstacle, moment before, um, you know, relationship, all that sort of stuff. And it's so do you, do you, you know what's good about that is like you got that, well, right? I get paid. But yeah. do you, well, you know what, you know what, I would, I'm going to ask you this question because it, it, do you can see the difference in people? Like, can, do you ever like get a girl or a guy that comes in and you go, you're you're just a winner. You're gonna do it. Like the charisma's there, and well, you just go like that that person. And then another, you could go the other way. Where it's like you better get a job somewhere else. Well, right? I, you know what? That's an interesting thing. So for sure, there are like heroes that come in. You're like, wow, you, you get it right away. Like your instincts, you're very raw, but yeah, your yeah, instincts yeah. are fantastic. But I would never want to judge the other way because I've I've had actors where oh my gosh, just pulling teeth, and a year and a half later, it's like oh you're you've turned out to be a pretty good actor. It's just basically, it's a muscle, it's learning. Like, you can teach anybody how to act. Now, will they become a big star? Nope. But you can teach someone how to act. There is a formula to it. Right. And then it's just a matter of getting out of your own way with nerves and really, like, listening and connecting and making choices and everything. Um, but, yeah, so I definitely there's sometimes, you know, in, in my kids' classes, like, some of them are just like, up here and some of them that are really shy and it's just like okay so i have to i have to teach you a different way because you're still really shy and but you're in an acting class there's a bit of a dichotomy there i remember a great line i heard that years ago uh composer leonard bernstein was walking through the streets of manhattan and a tourist asked him unless this is urban legend it's a great story how do you get to carnegie hall his answer was practice you know so (laughs) there you go uh david what are you working on currently uh, I just finished working on Fire Country, which is a CBS uh, show up here. That was kind of great. I just saw that on my TV listings today. In fact, yeah, yeah. It's uh, when I when I had seen the trailer for it, I was kind of like, mm. and then I watched some of the epo- episodes. I was like, okay, okay, I get it. It's kind of got a Grey's Anatomy mm. feeling to it, where it's like it's really immersed in this industry, but there's a lot of like relationship stuff and romance and all that. But there's also like pulling trees off the sides of bridges and, and everything and all that. And uh, just working on Nancy Drew 
And then I've got uh, something I was working on down in, in L.A. that, uh, you know, the classic NDA. Can't yeah, yeah, about. we have so much of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, did you know, did you know, did you know I heard this the other day, and this is a pretty, that they've proven that you have to have the word Chicago in everything of all cities. And every, and I started, it just driving me insane now. There's Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago, oh, yeah. Chicago yeah, Law. Yeah. Like, Chicago there's, apparently yeah, yeah. no other city exists. Yeah. And so it sounds big. So Chicago. a bunch yeah. of marketing guys got together yeah. and decided Chicago. that Chicago. Yeah. It's got a tune doesn't it's got have the, the same <laughs> ring. Uh, David Lewis, a pleasure to meet you, sir. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. Guys. Enjoy your vodka. Thank you oh, so much, cheers. my friend. Good enough.